welcome to another powerful message from One Life OK. We really hope you enjoy it. Guys, I'm very excited to share what I feel like he's put on my heart. Um, anyone that's hung around me for more than five minutes know that I have strong conviction. So, um, so of course, I want to start out um, with a kind of a declaration so we can get all of our strong conviction together. So say, tonight I'm laying down a one-two mindset for the unto mindset. Let's say it again. Tonight I'm laying down the one-two mindset for an unto mindset. Awesome. Well, you know, I grew up playing sports whenever I was younger, and my favorite thing about playing sports was the coach because no matter whether you were winning or losing in the game, he always had a strategy on how to either maintain the success you were having or how to get you out of the rut. And he was always for you. And so my heart for this message is that no matter where you're at, that this would either be the game changer for you or it would add to the momentum that you have. And so, Holy Spirit, I just thank you for just this conviction in my heart for this unto mindset. God, I know that this changed it all for me. Papa, that this changed it all for me, this unto mindset. To think more than myself, God, that's what changed it. That's what brought clarity and vision and dreaming to my heart. And so I just pray over the room right now that the unto mindset is the way we move forward. In Jesus' name. All right. So we're going to talk about some areas tonight to have an unto mindset in. So what are we laying down? Okay, so... I'm sure as you guys can kind of tell from the title, the one-two mindset would be a way of, well, I do this, then I do this, and I get this. It's a one-two mindset, an unto mindset. I'm going to unpack tonight in the areas of obedience, in the area of collaboration, in the area of spiritual maturity. And so let's just go after obedience, shall we? All right, everyone give me $100. Okay. See, that's the one-two mindset right there. See, everyone was like, oh, I just have to do it. He said to do it. (laughs) Got him. So here's what's really cool about whenever I was talking to him, and by him, a lot of it was me bouncing off things with my bride, but it was so crazy all. So he talked to me about the story of Mary when Gabriel showed up and was like, hey, you're going to carry Jesus. I was like, okay, what are you saying about that? So here's what's nuts, y'all. So when Gabriel showed up, what was Mary doing? She was on her way to be married to Joseph. So she was engaged. She wasn't even married yet. And the message that Gabriel was bringing that was from the Holy Spirit had nothing to do with what she was doing. Right? And so I feel like, I want to unpack it, but I feel like he's saying that the Holy Spirit is giving us opportunities that aren't related to what we have set out to do, but are connected to what he's destined us to do. And so Holy Spirit, right now, I just ask that you would just shift in people's hearts the the pursuit of self, 
would break off of our lives completely so that we could yield to what you've destined us to do. God, you have a destiny for every heart in this room. And so I just pray right now, God, that we would lay down what we've set out to do to become aware of what you've destined us to do. And so I was thinking about with Mary. So when she saw Gabriel and Gabriel said, hey, Mary, you're going to carry the Christ child. I don't know. Has anyone ever said Christ child? I like that. The Christ child. Um, you know, she wasn't, she wasn't trying to have a kid, right? She wasn't trying to have a kid. She wasn't even trying to be the woman that carried Jesus. But what did she say when Gabriel came and said, hey, you're going to carry this Christ child? Be it unto me. So you got to get the word in there because my message is about the unto mindset. But so here's what's even crazier. So I didn't even see this until today. But who else is a part of the story of Mary's obedience? Keep going. Keep going. Who else carried a child? Elizabeth. Okay, let's go real quick. So Luke 1, 26. Luke 1, 26. Ooh, man, Holy Spirit, you're awesome. So you guys are right. You read your Bible. So is Elizabeth. I had to, I had to double check here. So what's this? So here's here's my point. So so then at the same time that God's showing up presenting an opportunity for obedience to Mary that has nothing to do with what she set out to do. She was engaged. She was going to get married. At the same time, God's also showing up on Elizabeth and Zechariah. And what was the problem there? She was barren, right? They were wanting to have a kid. But here's what really stuck out to me, and this is where I'm going to get to about the unto mindset and obedience. Whew. Okay, so let's do Luke 1, 39. So God shows up for Elizabeth. Elizabeth has a child. All of us men have to shut our mouth when we don't believe because that's what he did with Zechariah. He shut his mouth. Learn from this, men. Champion what God's doing in your wives. And so he shows up for Elizabeth, and he shows up for Mary, and then this is what the Holy Spirit does. This is why obedience is so important. Afterward, Mary arose and hurried off to the hill country of Judea, to the village where Zechariah and Elizabeth lived. Arriving at their home, Mary entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the moment, her aunt heard Mary's voice. The baby within Elizabeth's womb jumped and kicked. At the moment, her aunt heard Mary's voice. The baby within Elizabeth's womb jumped and kicked. See, Mary didn't, so how often do we like set out to like, I got to have this powerful thing to say. I got to have, what am I going to say that's really going to do something for someone when this just says Mary just opened her mouth. So the one-two mindset in obedience is, okay, tell me what to do and then tell me how to do it, right? But where's the power? Where the power's in that Mary opened her voice, she showed up. The power came from her saying yes to obedience. Be it done unto me. 
She immediately partnered with what God had destined her to do. God destined this. God destined the moment that Mary walked in and said to, said, she probably just said, yo, or hi, or something. And the moment her, she opened her voice, the baby within Elizabeth's womb jumped and kicked, and suddenly Elizabeth was filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit. I would say that's our goal, right? Our goal is that we would go anywhere. Us spirit-filled folk, we're always like, everyone needs to have the Holy Spirit. And so it's like our goal would be that we would go somewhere and that somebody would be overflowing with the Holy Spirit, right? If we like, if you went into your work tomorrow and and the the dude that you're judging and you don't like and he rubs you the wrong way, if he was if he started being overflowed with the Holy Spirit, would you you'd be like aces, nailed it, right? Okay, well, in order to do that, here's the key. When God shows up and gives you the opportunity for obedience, say, be it done unto me. Not the one-two mindset. This is the awesome part. With a loud voice, with a loud voice, Elizabeth prophesied with power. Mary, you are a woman given the highest favor and privilege above all others, for your child is destined to bring God great delight. How did I deserve such a remarkable honor to have the mother of my Lord come and visit me. The moment you came in the door and greeted me, my baby danced inside me with joy. Great favor rest upon you, for you have believed every word spoken to you from the Lord. So when did the baby jump within her? Guys, God is bringing opportunities of obedience that it's so wise it's under something it's under something that when mary said be it done unto me it was unto something it was unto this moment it's unto when we say yes to obedience with an unto mindset we're not just saying it for ourselves we're saying there's something in someone else that i'm going to come up to in life and when i bring my voice to them something will come alive in them something will kick so the one the one two mindset in obedience like i already said it's you tell me what to do i'll do it but what's hilarious about that is that it it, it the facade is that you're so willing but there's conditions like I'm so willing. I'm so willing to be obedient. I'm here. I'm so willing. But why do I have to do that? And how do I have to do it? And well, what about Joey over here? He kind of does this thing. I mean, so much of us, I think, we battle even with comparison when here's what's really cool. All you have to do is obey what God is saying for you. Because when we do the one-two mindset, I think in obedience, what the Holy Spirit was showing me is it is it's directly connected to self-ambition. I will obey this so I can get this. But the the unto mindset is what I, what I'm really just like feeling oh just uh uh about is it's it's like man I have to obey I have to obey because 
it's actually, it, it, when I obey, I'm taking a step into what God's destined for me. When I, when I obey, I'm taking a step towards someone that needs what I have in order to actually what's in them come alive. Does this make you guys excited? We're in the first quarter, so first quarter of the game. Let's read this verse of, again, why is obedience so important? It's 1 Peter 1.22. Now, because of your obedience to the truth, you have purified your very souls. And this empowers you to be full of love for your fellow believers. So express this sincere love to one another passionately and with a pure heart. That's what I was just saying. When we live with a one-two mindset in obedience, we're actually just, we're manipulating. We're, we're, I'm, I'm going to be obedient for this outcome. I'm going to be obedient because if I'm not obedient, here's really what it is. It's all from a negative. If I'm not obedient, if I don't do something, what you know, fill in the blank, all of us are different. And, and how we, you know, I guess even just what we even think we need to obey. I mean, God's really clear that like he's given us a, a, a spirit of truth and he convicts us. He's the one that convicts us. And so he's made it really clear that it's not a black and white thing. And so I think that not only is the unto mindset in obedience more, it's, it's about more than just about ourselves. But it's also that this, he says it, when you obey truth, truth is when God's giving you opportunity, when God's bringing correction, you know, when God's, I mean, it's all these different things. That, that's actually what purifies your soul. So a lot of times, we're, are, we, are we more concerned on trying to fix ourselves? Or are we thinking more about what's the last thing he said that I can obey? And so obviously, if, you know, we all would be like, yeah, but God's not asking us to do something because he likes to tell you what to do. So that, that means that obedience is unto something. Obedience is actually unto dreaming with God to build what he's destined for you. And so that means that you have to that means you have to connect your ear more to God. I have to know what you're saying for me to obey because you put it in me to want to build. And so, you know, the last thing I'll say about this, I was telling Cheryl, I was like, I came into the room and I said, we're not, I'm not talking about doing, I'm talking about dreaming. Because I think that that's the difference that he's really wanting. I think if, if you've struggled with that, if you've struggled with like, yeah, but what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? He, he didn't ask us to do that. He asked us to dream and to build with him. So we're laying down the one-two mindset. 
in the area of obedience and taking on the unto mindset. So let's go after collaboration. I wanted to read what this quote, I think Tisa's shown it a couple times. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Mm. I have so many thoughts about this one. I was just thinking about that I, I can't think of one person in the room that hasn't experienced this in our tribe, which is that the, our leadership does such a good job of everyone has a part. Everyone has something to contribute. And so just to get real specific, like, you know, we have our media team, we have, you know, pre-service prayer we have cafe what's another one worship we have rc what's another one trash what's another one cleaning okay cool so here's what i felt like he was talking to me about was that those aren't things that we came up with just to do them and so i think what happens is that when we have a one-two mindset in collaboration, it's, hey, at Wednesday at five, I have pre-service prayer. And then we wait until next Wednesday at two o'clock and we're like, okay, at Wednesday at five, I have pre-service prayer. You know, whenever we, maybe you're doing trash, you're like, okay, I have trash these days, you know. It, it turn, my point is, is that it turns into, this is just something we do. And, and when we have a one-two mindset in the area of collaboration, there is no passion. There's no passion. Why is there no passion? Anybody that's been married, anyone that's been married knows this, what I'm about to say. Come on, men, somebody, some man in here, tell me. What, what happens when you live a one-two mindset and right when you get married. No voices? Nothing? You guys are going to make me tell you? We all experienced it. You got married. You got the ring. You did it. You got the girl. Remember that whole time when you were feeling good and you are like, man, we were in it together. Like, you're my girl. You're so passionate. You're so passionate. Then you wake up. Man, this is the first day we've ever woke up together. This is amazing. You do it again. 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 What happens? Your passion starts fading away because it's familiar. This is just something we do. So here's what I felt like he said is the shift for having an unto mindset and collaboration is it starts with gratitude but it's paired with that this thing that I get to collaborate with a person on. It's about stewarding what God is doing in that thing. And so I'll just use a really practical example. So every Tuesday night we get here for worship and we do practice and our media team and all this stuff. And if, if we all just had a one-two mindset, you know, we would just be showing up and doing it 
we, we probably, you know, it, it'd be a lot harder because the truth is, is it's hard to collaborate. There's a lot of moving parts, you know, we're trying to learn songs. They're doing the sound like we're always, you know, there's always different things going on. And so, but here's where, where I can just speak for our worship team and the media team is we do this. We do unto mindset when it comes to collaboration, because we realize what we're stewarding, we're stewarding the songs that God's given us. We're not just showing up here just to do it. We've been given something by him and we're doing it unto stewardship. We're showing up every Tuesday to steward what he's doing. And I think that another aspect of why that's so important with a, with, um, living from an unto mindset and collaboration is it actually is what creates a culture of honor. And so I felt like what he was showing me in that is that when we have an unto mindset and collaboration, we develop a culture of honor because we first have to have honor towards the Holy Spirit. And how do we do that? We have to value what he's put in us to bring. And so if, if the unto mindset and collaboration is, is about honor, I'm doing this unto something, I'm doing it so I can honor God, I can honor the Holy Spirit, you have to begin to think, okay, I can no longer think that I don't have anything to bring. And so you have to first honor the Holy Spirit, which is valuing what he's put in you, and then... Here's the, here's the rub, I think, for a lot of it. Then you have to come over to somebody who's not you, who doesn't think like you, who, who doesn't come from where you come from, who doesn't have all of your one-two mindsets, and you, and you actually have to begin to see that person and to say, this, wow, I see what the Holy Spirit's put in them, and I want to honor that. And so what, what better way to honor that than to lay down your way? What better, because how, how, how do you get to see what's in someone when your way is in front of you? The one-two mindset keeps, it keeps a thing in our heads going of this is what I need to do. This is, if I will get to do this with them, you know, maybe, I mean, it, I'm trying to think of oh, so many examples of, you know, when I first got to be a part of what we were doing up here with the worship team and coming from my background of all of how I knew how to bring what I could do in music it was it was it was god's goodness it was peace that i had the opportunity to say i will lay all of that down cuz it was torment anyway i mean all of us know that we wouldn't be here if if we didn't know, know where we were at before it was tormenting but the thing that was so incredible was that laying that down laying down my way opened my eyes to see what i actually bring And so when you, it has to start with that, guys. It has to start with you saying, God, you love unity more than anything. So that means collaboration. So that means that I have to start with knowing the unto mindset is that there's something in me that I bring that actually will create the culture of honor.
I'm just going to go back to that quote. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. I think collaboration is so important, guys, because it actually teaches people that don't know him that he's about family. And so it's not even about like, oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm just going to riff for a second. So it's just so funny because I think about music. Like, <laughs> like you start out as this person that like is passionate about music. And then you're like, what happens? How does the enemy get you? He gets you with the place in your heart. I know for me it was a significance. So how did he get me? Well, then he showed me, hey, this is what's significant. That you're in front of people and they're, they're attaboying you and you're all good. Well, what did that do? Well, then I said, well, I've, I've got to, I've got to do that. And so then what was the counterfeit? Oh, I'll get a bunch of people together. I'll, I'll create a band and I'll act like we're in it together. You know, it's really just the one, two mindset of like, you, you have your own selfish ambition. So in order to do that, I need to use you for my own personal gain, which is that I need to be out in the lights. In the lights. Um, and so I think then that means in the kingdom, and the Holy Spirit's given us an unto mindset, that means that even our collaboration doesn't look or mean what it meant in the world. So we're not collaborating to so we can be somebody. We're not a, we're not a worship team so that we can be known. We're a worship team because we realize, wow, God so loves unity, so loves collaboration. In collaboration, he's actually trying to show people who he is. And so we're, we're collaborating unto showing people through collaboration that God values family, that God values diversity, and it's not the me show. All right, let's talk about spiritual maturity. Why does everyone like that one so much? Like anytime someone mentions spiritual maturity, everyone's like, yes. <laughs> when I mention obedience, everyone's like, oh. <laughs> but my bride, you know, in all of her wisdom, told me that there's a reason that these even got laid out the way they did for me that first we talked about unto mindset with obedience, then unto mindset and collaboration. And so I kind of wanted to go after something that I think is the one-two mindset of spiritual maturity, which is that we think spiritual maturity is for us. So I think what I mean by that is that God actually tells us to pursue spiritual maturity and to pursue the things of, of the Spirit. But I think a lot of times we mix up what spiritual maturity is and how that even grows in us with wanting from a negative of, hey, I see this thing that I judge about me 
And then I say that that is an area where I'm trying to be spiritually mature. But, but the truth is, the world can do that. The world can look at themselves, judge themselves, and then come up with a one-two one, mindset, a 12-step thing of this is how you become better. That's not spiritual maturity. That's needed. That's why it's a huge industry where people are telling you how to be better. Because we all want to be better. There's nothing, that's not bad. But that's not spiritual maturity. That's actually what happens when there's parenting. And so I feel like what he wanted to go after is that one-two mindset of working from a negative to try to be better is actually what he's wanting to show us is that that is the area for us to push into parenting. I remember when I met Tisa, like, man, uh, she's amazing. Um, one thing that she just does so well is she just carries the Father's heart. And so when you show up, all of your areas that were not parented show up. Because the goal of the Father's heart is to parent us. He's a father. And so I think sometimes we kind of mix this, I think, the spiritual maturity, what, what spiritual maturity is for, that it's unto something. And I think that he was just showing me that we kind of get those confused. And so I think the, the shift in that, I'm just going to read really quick. Proverbs 12.1. To learn truth, you must long to be teachable. Or you can despise correction and remain ignorant. Don't you love Proverbs? So are we pursuing spiritual maturity, one-two mindset? I want to be mature so I don't get corrected. I want to be mature so that I can be a leader. So that then I can tell people what they're doing wrong. Dang it. <laughs> but it says here, to learn the truth, you must long to be teachable, or you can despise correction and remain ignorant. And I was talking to the uh, my small group, and I was like, man, you know what's really cool is that if every opportunity in our life is an opportunity to be parented, we say it a bunch of different ways. It's a teaching moment. It's a learning moment. I like to just make everything about the father. And so every moment I'm like, this is a moment for me to be parented because we all, you know, regardless of what our past is, we all had it in us as children to carry the heart of, I want to be parented. I want to be fathered. I want to be mothered. And so I was telling them that it's really cool because then, you know, the, the book we're reading, it says that mistakes, um, when you own mistakes, that's when they stop owning you. And I was just telling them, I was like, man, isn't it so cool that it's not about not making mistakes? But that it's actually that when I own a mistake, when I own, a, let's just say it like this, when I own an opportunity to be parented, when I own an opportunity to be corrected, when I own an opportunity for truth, in that moment I get to learn, I'm teachable. So then the goal isn't even to, let me take this so I never mess up again. It's actually like, I want this. I want correction in my life because it's unto being able to teach what truth is. 
see when we when we do the one two mindset then it just stops with us like it just stops with that oh i got correction and so now my hope is that i never mess up again when really what happened is that the you know in that moment where we get parented it's unto something yes it obviously it has an impact on us but it's unto that now we actually know truth and so when Joey comes. Joey is my dude tonight. When when jo- when Joey when Joey comes and he his areas that come out of like oh he's not been parented there. We actually can help him. So I wanted to go over what Papa says is the the point of true spirituality. So in James 1.27, he says, true spirituality, so we're talking about being spiritually mature, true spirituality that is pure in the eyes of our Father God is to make a difference in the lives of orphans and widows in their troubles and to refuse to be corrupted by the world's values. So I was just thinking like, we, we, spiritual maturity is unto something, it's unto that. I wanna pursue true, I wanna pursue true spirituality, I wanna mature spiritually because in God's eyes, the point of that is to make a difference in the lives of orphans. People that don't know him, people that don't know him as father. I'm, I'm talking about parenting. So here's what's really cool. So we have our soul that we've been talking about that we have all these parts that haven't been parented, but we also have our spirit. And so what's really cool is that we can actually make a difference in our little in in the soul part of us that there's this little orphan there you guys know what i'm talking about we can with our spirit self and with the holy spirit that's good news that means that god's given i'm i'm at a mature place if i can see the orphan then that means that i'm at a mature enough place to do what he's saying which is that i can make a difference I can, that's what we've been talking about with unburdening these parts of our soul. We're doing that with our spirit and the Holy Spirit. And so I think that he wants to really show us even in this unto mindset with spiritual maturity that that's what we're actually doing, even in this IFS stuff, that we're, we're actually maturing spiritually. That's, that's what the world lacks, is that can, they can do the one-two mindset of do all these things but then they can't perceive anything of the spirit because they're spiritually dead. We're not, we're spiritually alive. And so that means that we, when we see, even for our own selves, when we see these parts of our souls, let's just, let's just see them as orphaned parts of us. That the spirit that's been given the spirit of adoption that knows who the father is with the Holy Spirit gets to identify that, that orphan and say, hey, I'm going to make a difference. And so I just think that, you know, I was just feeling like he was um, really highlighting 
that that's not just a, I mean, it, it is, it's part of, um, he wants us to be able to look out in the world, but just, just to connect it with what we're going over right now. I mean, that's, that's good news. Oh, I have to tell this funny thing. So I was talking to Cheryl about just about that parenting thing. And I was telling her, you know, when we've all been in the supermarket and we see a kid acting crazy, what, what do we all think when we see that? Are we thinking like, wow, this kid's an idiot, like stupid kid. No, we're thinking like, what the heck, man? Like, where's his parents? What's going on? Right, Bailey? So here's where I felt like the call up was tonight is that what do you do, though, when you found yourself in a tribe that actually parents well? And so if God brought you to a tribe that carries the Father's heart, that are spiritually mature, So that means that that's unto something. Why we're here is unto something. So if, if, I mean, what? whenever I read that verse, I was like, this is our tribe. True spirituality that is pure in the eyes of the Father God is to make a difference in the lives of orphans. I was like, this is one life. That is one life. They, I mean, just think about our leadership and the difference they've made in your own life. And so that's, that is our house. That's what the Holy Spirit orchestrated. So that was unto something. It wasn't just for you to be good. Now I'm good. It wasn't for that. This is fun, guys. I like talking. before I close up I think I just want to we're in the fourth quarter y'all that's what it is we're they yay I think I just want I can't say it enough I just know that this I know what I'm saying is the answer it's the answer because so much of our war within really is because we're just thinking about ourselves it really is that, guys. And so, you know, the one-two mindset, it's not about personality to me. You know, it's not about any of that. I think that God loves all of that. I love the different flavors of all of us. I think the one-two mindset for me is more connected to I actually have a thing that I, well, it's what I said in the beginning, that I feel like why he first started with that story of Mary is that he showed up and it had nothing to do with what Mary was setting out to do. And so I just feel like when we have an unto mindset, we're expecting that. We're welcoming that. We're welcoming all of these, th- all these areas in the area of obedience and collaboration and spiritual maturity. We're welcoming it to not look like what we thought it was and to not need it to look like what we think we want. Because we don't, what we think we want, guys, it is not what we want, man. 
I thought I wanted so much stuff and I had no peace. I was tormented. So, <sighs> I love you guys. I, I'm really excited to just see how, like I said, I, I just believe that this is going to bring a lot of momentum to um, areas where you are killing it with the unto mindset. And I feel like it is the game changer if you've been struggling with the one-two mindset. So Holy Spirit, I just seal this, um, I just seal this up on people's hearts that they would find rest today, just like we sang in worship, God, that this is a new day, this is a new morning. And so I just thank you that everything we do is unto something greater than ourselves. And what a joy that is, because that's where the peace is, that's where the empowerment is, that's where the confidence is. And so I just break off the one-two mindset today. I just say that we, our brains are so small that we cannot figure any of that out, God. We can't do it on our own. And so we just say that, be it done unto me. In the area of obedience, be it done unto me. In the area of collaboration, be it done unto me. In the area of spiritual maturity, be it done unto me. Amen. Love you guys. That did not sound like a first sermon. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. <laughs> he didn't like that. Um, anyway, moving on. That was good. Um, thank you, Aaron. That was really good. I just believe that is going to bring us so much momentum if we will really apply those those areas that switch of that mindset and how cool is it that he kind of set us up for this sermon in worship of just becoming like children because yeah. Yeah. that is what he's saying about the unto mindset it's just be it unto me like that's how you show up as a child is be it unto me yeah. be it unto me yeah. like what i'm looking for it be it unto me yeah. I, it's not it's not um formulaic we learn that we learn that and that we just learn what okay how if i out, about outcomes um if i do this then it'll be this and if i you know just follow these three steps or whatever that's not being childlike that's a learned behavior and so i think this is just going to be so cool if we can make this switch and just re recognizing that's so powerful to just recognize I'm I'm thinking this way right now. Yeah, right. As anytime I feel start to feel a anxiety, yeah. that you know you're in that mindset. Right. <laughs> you're not in the unto mindset. Uh, -uh. you're like, oh man, what do I got to do next? Um, that is, it's not the unto mindset. Um, I loved what you were saying uh, about obedience. Um, I wrote down that obedience is saying I will open my mouth without knowing what will come out, not knowing everything to say first. Yes. That's really what obedience is. Obedience isn't, like you're saying, oh, that type of mindset, the one-two mindset in obedience is very conditional. So, yeah, just tell me what you want me to do, Lord, just whatever you, you say, Lord, I'll do it. And then, and But then you're waiting for like three years on what to say. Okay, Lord, I'll do whatever. You just tell me what to do. Well, I haven't heard anything yet. I haven't heard anything to do yet. 
<laughs> and so you don't do anything, but that's what Mary, she just came into the room and opened her mouth. And that's true yieldedness. That That is true yieldedness. You don't even you need to know what to say first. I mean, I can't tell you how many times that I do that in small group where I just, I don't even have an answer for what someone's asking me or saying, and I will just start talking and it just comes out. And it's, it's like... <laughs> And I'm not worried about saying the wrong thing. I'm not nervous in any way. I, um, my other thing that I just really wanted to emphasize was that First um, Peter 1.22 when it says, Now because of your obedience to the truth, you have purified your very souls, and this empowers you to be full of love for your fellow believers. I was like, hmm, why does that empower me to love people? And I, I was thinking, if you don't have obedience to the truth, you will not open your mouth, which means you don't love anybody. You don't love anybody if you won't even open your mouth. That's, that's the mindset. I'm just thinking about me. If I don't even open my mouth, that I can't even love somebody. So... Laying down my way opens my eyes to what I truly bring. I loved what he said about that. That is laying down my way opens my eyes to what I truly bring. That that I have to lay down my way. Um, that's That's the obedience to the truth. When I know truth, I walk in and and I I'm not thinking about me. I walk in, I'm, I'm not thinking about me. I'm, I'm loving people through just opening my, my mouth yes. open yes. because I trust that the Holy Spirit will speak through me. Yes. So I think this is just like, I think this is such a good, good pointed word for us to just really latch on to and be aware of as we go about our day to day. Hey, what mindset am I in? Yes. Just like that simple. What mindset am I in right now? Am I feeling stressed? Am I feeling like I'm putting on some sort of facade yes. to appear like I'm okay or that I know what I'm doing? Then, then that's not the be it unto me right. mindset. <laughs> and so I, I think um, it's just really good. And if we can think about um, what he said at the end there that uh, – what do I do when I'm in a tribe that parents will? What do I, I mean, I'm here. You're here. Okay, I'm here. I just showed up on the scene. And you're in a tribe that loves and does family really well. And so then it, all, that you, all that you can really do is look at what is it in me that is orphan that doesn't want to be fam in family. What is that mindset? What is that heart posture in me that doesn't want to be in family and that doesn't want to be parented? And that's, I mean, it's this, this process of the IFS thing that we, we can really work through this if, if we grab hold of it and, and see what, what really is happening because I'm here. This is it, guys. This is it. This is it. It's happening right now. It's not like in the future. Okay, Daddy, thank you for your fathering. Thank you for Aaron. Thank you for this message. It's so pointed and so, so um, timely. 
timely, timely. And so I just bless our minds this week as we go out that we would really take this on as a mantra for us. Am I in the one-two mindset or the unto mindset? Am I saying be it unto me or am I looking for the next thing to do? And so I just bless this uh, message in our minds and in our hearts that you would help us to make this switch of just being daughters and sons, just being childlike lovers that just come and say, yes, (laughs) I'm on my road to, you know, Walmart. And I just say yes. (laughs) I just say yes. I just say be it unto me. And so I, I just bless this message over our hearts and minds tonight and ask that you would really um, point out those areas to us and that we would just in that moment be able to make a switch of just yieldedness, true yieldedness. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this message from One Life OK. For more information, please visit us at onelifeok.com.